0: Hey, 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 and welcome to the Inuka Joe Show. I'm obviously your host, Inuka Joe. And on today's episode, we will be diving into this topic that I really, really, really like to talk about sex. (laughs) Right? So the title of this episode is Sex Can Be Medicine or Poison, Part 2. If you didn't listen to Part 1 of Sex Can Be Medicine or Poison, I did record a Part 1 in Season 1. Now, as some of you may know, Season 2 is going to be totally different than um, Season 1. Why? Because I've done a big transition in my life. Um... Some of you may not know, but I believed in a lot of the new age teachings. And to be quite frank with you, I never called myself a new ager. I never said, Oh, I believe in new age teachings. I didn't know. You know, I was such a positive girl, so I, I was always searching for things um, you know, online to elevate myself. And sometimes by doing that you can get caught up in, in the new age movement and not even know and not even realize that you begin to live by these doctrines and these principles. And I knew that the stuff that I was believing, it wasn't like, you know, Christianity. But I didn't really care because I didn't think that being a Christian was important. I used to be one, you know. I just thought as long as you, have, you live a positive life, you put out good energy, Um, You loved people, you did your best to love people, you know, you meditated, you were fine. And I've come to know that that's not the whole truth, all right? It's not the whole truth. And if you want to hear my testimony um, on my YouTube channel, it's really long, but it's very powerful from New Age to Jesus. And so I hope that my audience. That, you know, if you're not a believer, if you're in the New Age and you were listening to Season 1, I hope that you stay. I really do hope that you stay. Alright? And if you were always a Christian listening to Season season 1, um, yeah, I hope that you stay as well. Just know that a lot of my beliefs has changed. And it's not my beliefs, it's the beliefs of God, you know? So... I am I have been fully converted and I'm so grateful. I feel so good. All right? So that's why I said that season 1 is going to be um season 2 is going to be totally different because now it's based on godly principles. So let's get into it. All right? Sex can be medicine or poison. So I first and foremost want to say that it has been almost uh, almost 2 months, not even 2 months yet, since I have fully committed my life back to Jesus Christ. And the Lord has renewed my mind, my body, my spirit, all of that. The whole nine, okay? <laughs> and so I remember and I know that you may know that I was all, you know, practicing celibacy. But I have since come to realize that my celibacy wasn't really... Purity and celibacy is two different things. And I'm going to do a podcast, an episode on purity versus celibacy. Now that I have given myself back to Christ, I am now practicing purity, which is totally different. Okay? Because when I was, you know, not in Christ, I was celibate. But it wasn't... It was just, you know, just because I wanted to be. But my thoughts weren't pure. You know, my thoughts weren't pure. I probably would, you know, watch porn if I felt like it. Or you get what I'm saying? My thoughts were not pure. But now, since Christ has come into my life, my thoughts have changed. My thoughts, my beliefs have changed. And so that's the difference. That is the difference. So now I'm practicing purity, you know, and I'm celibate, but it's connected. You know, it's just not one thing. But wait out for that episode, Purity versus Celibacy. It is coming. All right. So let's get into this episode. All right, family. One thing that I want to say is sex is created by God. God created sex. You know, even if you're not a Christian, you know that. You know, if you believe in a higher power, you know that God or whatever you call your higher power source created sex. So it's not that sex is evil. Okay, it's not evil. But one thing that I want you to understand is that there is an opposite opponent. Okay, with good, there is evil. In the true God, there is um, a God of darkness. Okay, so there's two sides to the spectrum. So, this opposite side, the negative side, always tries to copy positive. All right. So, the enemy, the devil, you know, negative, negativity, darkness, whatever you want to call it, always tries to copy light. That's just how it's always been since the beginning of time, you know. So, God has his kingdom, and then the enemy has his kingdom. Alright, so God created sex and the enemy always tries to, you know, make it his own or pervert it. So when he perverts it, it kind of becomes like taboo, like sex becomes this weird thing that nobody really want to talk about. Even Christians don't want to talk about it. And I remember growing up in the church, we did not talk about sex. Sex was a scary topic and I don't understand why. And I believe that if we did, it would have really saved a lot of young people young youths in church who were having sex not even really understanding what it came with you get what I'm saying so that's why I said this is my favorite topic not to be perverted not at all but really to really speak on what it is it's a gift from God and the enemy wants to pervert it and he has done great things to pervert what God has made and it's so sad okay so We get that part. We get that sex is not bad. Sex is good. God created sex. And now we also get that the enemy is a copycatter and he always tries to take God's things and pervert it. Right? You get that? You understand that? Good. Now let's go on further. Okay? Now, since the enemy is trying to pervert it and he's done it with uh, porn, I don't care what you say, porn is not of god it's 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 not it's not positive it it's not good i mean a lot of the the people who are doing it a lot of the people the women who are doing it they don't even really want to do it they're doing it for for money you know extortion i mean just so many negative things that comes with that but this is not a porn topic so I'm not going to so dive deep into porn and what what it really is. But I'm just showing you the ways that the enemy has perverted sex. Okay? Now, now I'm going to get into the topic of our bodies and our spirits. And remember, I used to always say that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. I still believe that. I truly still do believe that. Because, you know, even if you're not a believer and you don't read the Bible, the Bible does say that his true worshipers will worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, so there's something beyond our flesh than our physical body. You know, the spiritual realm is more real, actually. It's more real and so much more powerful than this physical realm that we are in, family. Okay, so I do believe that we are spiritual beings. Our spirit is more real than this physical, physical plane that we are on. Okay, and then the Bible also says, okay, and even if you don't believe the Bible, guess what? Even New Age teachers talk about this and this is the thing about new age and this is why it's so deceptive it brings it puts in truth and then it, it puts in lies kind of manipulated and this is why a lot of churches are even starting to believe in certain new age things it's really crazy and i'm so happy that god removed the veil and showed me okay his truth so the bible says that our body is a temple for the holy spirit see that word again Spirit. Okay, so if our physical body is a temple for the Holy Spirit, if you do not, family, have the Holy Spirit in you, then you have to ask yourself this question. What spirit do I have in me? What spirit is operating in me? If it's not the Holy Spirit, what is it? And if you can't answer that question, or if you don't know, then, you know, you went for a rude awakening. That means that something is guiding you, okay? Something other than God, right? And I make this point because I want you to understand that our bodies are like, basically like jars holding things in it. And there are so many people in this world who are walking, who are going to work, who are just eating, doing daily mundane things and they have spirits. Other than the Holy Spirit operating them and don't even know it. And do not even know it. You know, some people might say this is called like, you know, being possessed, demon possessed. But the thing about it is there are some people who are who are demon possessed and you can actually see it and they have to get it cast out. But there are people who are living normal lives and have certain spirits on them have certain spirits on them and they look like normal regular people normal regular people but how do you how how do you know how do you how are you supposed to know what spirit they have in them sometimes you won't some people might have a gift of discernment and you could look at somebody and see something ain't right but not everybody's like that okay and you're going to understand why I jumped into this topic about spirits and about our body being a temple. And if it's not the Holy Spirit residing in us, then you have to ask yourself, what spirit is it? All right. And the reason why um, I'm talking about this is because during sex, okay, sex is like a, it's like a portal. Something happens. It's very spiritual during sex you literally are given a piece of that spirit that that person has in them oh yeah i know it may sound crazy y'all some of y'all just don't probably want to believe it but guess what i'm still going to talk about it i want you to look up this man his name is i believe is david ramirez why didn't i write his name down okay his name his last name is ramirez and he was an ex-satanist for some of y'all who don't think the spiritual realm is real he this man was an ex-satanist he was in something called uh santeria right where he literally was the the devil's worker he did Whatever the devil told him to do. He knew he was working for Satan. He would astral travel. all right. And this is his testimony. He would astral travel into the spiritual realm. To put curses on people. He would do spells. I mean this man was evil. And God literally. Jesus came. And saved his life. And took him out of the occult. And now he's an evangelist. I want you to go on YouTube and watch his, uh, listen to his testimony, because it's super powerful. And when I was listening to his testimony, something that he said, and this is why I decided to do part two of "Sex um, Can Be Poison or Medicine." In his testimony, Mr. Ramirez said that when he was working for the devil, the devil would tell him to go have sex with certain peoples to put spirits on him. Oh, God. Listen, y'all. I just found out about this man like two weeks ago. And I've been was talking about this spirits being exchanged and he confirmed it. So now I'm doing part two talking about it again. Some of y'all be playing. Okay. Devil's playground. He said that the devil told him who to have sex with. So that he can put spirits on them. He said this, he said that some people realize after they f- they're done having sex, they just start having like weird things like they, they have an angry spirit or, or something, you know, something in their personality will change because you got a spirit on you now, which you got during sex. And this is not the only way you can get spirits, certain unclean spirits. It's not only sex, but this is a way, this is a, this is a way for the enemy to have access to you. It's sex. That's all the enemy wants. He just wants access. If you're out of the will of God, he has to access. And if you are having sex outside of marriage, you are out of the will of God. You are sleeping around with men thinking that, oh, it's because, you know, I care about him. You are out of the will of God. And please don't feel judged because I was doing it too. I was doing it too. All right. Don't mind the kids. y'all. I'm at the park. But anyways, I was doing the same thing. I would be celibate and then I would, okay, fall into sexual sin. Because I wasn't pure in my thoughts. I wasn't practicing purity. I wasn't in the will of God. It was just for my, my own selfish reasons. Okay? It was for my own selfish reasons. There are people out here who are not delivered. Who have different types of spirits that unclean spirits that, that's walking with them. And you sleep with them. And boom, the enemy has access to you through your womb, okay, through your spiritual womb. Because whatever you do in the natural happens in the spirit. Whatever you do in the natural happens in the spirit. And boom, attaches itself to you. And then all of a sudden you wonder why... You have this soul tie. You can't get over this person. And they're so toxic. And then stuff just start happening. Negative things or, or your attitude start changing. Because you have something that is attached to you. And it came through that way. Okay? So yeah, sex can be poison. Sex can be poison. Sex is only medicine. When... You are in a covenant. When you are in a married relationship, okay, in a married relationship, that's the medicine part. And then some of you might say, well, my husband is this and that and he cheated on me. Well, guess what? Who told you to marry that person? Okay, a lot of y'all just want to... This is the trick, okay, of the enemy is... Making you feel like you're your own God and that you can really, you really know how to make your own decisions in life when really you don't. I mean, you can, you can make a decision, but you're really not that smart. We're really not that smart guys. Come on, family. We ain't that smart. Okay. And we have to learn to surrender and allow God to really maneuver our lives. And for some of you, this might not make any sense, Don't worry, I will be doing more episodes on this. But God can definitely show you who your husband is. Instead of you having to pick the wrong person who the enemy probably brought into your life to kill, steal, or destroy you. Because it's happened to me. And by the grace of God, I was not dead. I didn't die, you know. But I, I can tell you this, the enemy stole a lot of things from me and tried to destroy me really bad. But but by the grace of God, you know I'm delivered, and now I have surrendered. I'm like, listen. You tell me who. You 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 do that. I have given I have given God full control of my love life, cause I'm not I'm not doing the runaround. I'm not going through the cycles again. The enemy will put you in a cycle. Okay. And then I want to talk more about that. That's going to be my rule of nine. So just really, I want you to subscribe to this, to this um, podcast. Because every week, I'm going to be doing episodes now. Every Saturday is going to be a new episode. And something that's going to elevate you, align you okay, to the will of God, and really help you. I didn't go through all the things that I've went through just for no reason. I went through them because it's my testimony and I'm going to stand on it. God knew and also to help people. And I'm telling you, stop doing it your way. It's time to get in alignment with God like for real and allow him because he knows the better way. His will may seem like it's not easy because you don't have the fruits of the spirits. You don't have patience. You don't have these things, but he wants you to have these things. He wants you. He wants you to your soul to really, truly have freedom. Okay? And another thing is when you're in the enemy's will, you become jaded. A lot of us women, we've become jaded. Why? Because we picked the wrong men, okay, who are not the men for us. We sleep with them. Boom, the devil has access to you. All right, Then he uses this person to hurt you, break you. Or a woman, you may do it to a man. And then boom, on to the next. and Then on to the next man. Then on to the next man. Is that really the will of God for your life? To become hurt, broken, and jaded? And on to the next man? Just, just spirit after spirit after spirit? If you really think that's the will of God... You need to pray for God to remove the veil from your eyes. Because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Think about it. If you have a child, a kid, do you want them to go through that? Do you want your child? Think about it. Do you want your child to go through three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight relationships, heartbroken, feeling jaded or just not caring? Do you want your child to go through that? I'm sure your answer might be no. Okay. It should be no. So if you don't want your child to go through that, why would God, the creator of this universe, why would God want you to go through that? He doesn't. You make yourself go through that because you're your own God. And that's what the new age teaches. Okay. You're your own God. And you're not in his will. You're in the enemy's will. And when you're in the enemy's will, his playground, he allows anything to happen to you. And then he manipulates you and just makes you think, oh, okay, well, you can do it better next time. No, you're going to go through a cycle again. And before you know it, you're in this pattern that you can't get out of. And the only way to get out of this pattern, the only way to get out this pattern... This is my testimony is to fully accept Jesus Christ and allow him to be your Lord and Savior like for real. Okay? Like for real. You know? And so this is what it is. It's poison when you are out of the will of God. Sex is poison when you are out of the will of God. When you're just going around doing your own thing, picking whoever looks good. Okay, I'll sleep with him. Or I'll sleep with another guy. It feels good. I can do whatever I want to do. It's, you know, it's, it's only that. So if you are ready to, to stop doing things on your own because you realize that I can't make the, these, these decisions I don't make good decisions. You see yourself in a pattern. Look at your life. See the pattern. See the cycle that keeps happening. If you see that after listening to this podcast or right now, you realize that, man, I am on a cycle. I am on a pattern. Why is this always happening to me? And I think I'm getting better. You know why? It's because you're not in the will of God. Because in the will of God, there's no confusion. There is no pattern. There's only elevation family there's only elevation stop being your own god okay you don't even know when you're gonna die so how the heck can you call yourself your own god you don't even know when you're gonna die i'm sorry i know i screamed i'm not screaming at you it's just because i used to believe this that i'm my own god and to be honest i didn't believe it 100 percent. but i used to always hear people say it and it made me feel weird because in the new age, they talk about this. I'm like, I am I my own God? But, you, but that just shows you that my heart wasn't 100% in the new age. God had a plan for me. And I'm just so grateful that I'm out. I never understood how can I really be my own God because I can't just make this thing this happen right now. You know? But that's the deception. But if you see yourself in this cycle, in this pattern, it's time for you to surrender. It's time for you to let go. It really is. And if you are married and you got an amazing husband, you have a good relationship. Praise God. I'm happy for you. Bless. You know, you and your husband keep seeking the the, the face of God, you know, so that your marriage can elevate even more. Okay. Elevate even more. I truly believe that. God is going to be like raising people, okay? There there is something called kingdom marriages that's going to happen. A lot of people are going to stop doing it their own way. A lot of people are going to surrender to God. A lot of people are going to allow God to write their love story cuz he knows how to do it best. A lot of young people, and I see it happening. I see it happening and you might be it and i pray that it's you. If you're not married yet, allow God to write your love story. I'm allowing him. I have dropped the pen. I have dropped the pen. The pen no longer exists and i have given it to Jesus, write my love story, okay? And i'm not even worried about that cuz i'm going to seek you first the kingdom of God and all these righteousness shall be added unto me. I'm going to seek him first. Get it? I get in my word. God has given me a desire For him is just crazy. When I tell you that he has renewed my mind and given me a new heart, it's crazy. And he can do it for you. You know? So, I really believe this. he's going to be raising up a lot of new people. Oh my God, a lot of people are going to stop doing it their way. And God is going to be creating marriages. You know, in his will. Purity. People are going to be walking that purity. People are going to be strong. People are not going to, you know, give in anymore. They're going to say no. Thank you, God. I am so grateful. I am so, so grateful. So that's the episode. This is the episode, you know, is, you know, really understand. Ask yourself, are you in the will of God or are you in the enemy's will? And the way to know if you're in the enemy's will is look at your life. Is there a same pattern that keeps happening over and over again? If it's in your love life, a same cycle, that means that you're not in God's will. You need to start seeking his face and praying and really asking God to put you in his will. And then you got to start taking some actions, dismissing some people out of your life. Okay, also, I've done you know, soul tie prayers to to renounce soul ties and um, spirit husbands. That's another episode, I think I'm gonna do it next week. Spirit spirit husbands and soul ties, how to break that. Listen, y'all, I did that um, deliverance prayer to renounce soul ties and spirit husbands, and oh my goodness, it was so powerful! I literally felt something leave my body like for real. And next week. Okay, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to give you the tools you need to do it for yourself. All right, so stay tuned for that. Okay, so I really hope you enjoyed this episode like share if if you know someone who needs to hear this share it with them go on my my Instagram the Nuka Joe show comment send me a message and Let's get let's let's get it. (laughs) Let's get it. It's time for us to wake up. All right. I mean, I don't know if you feel it, but I feel there's something going on in the spiritual realm. Like there is something going on. A lot of people are waking up. A lot of people are waking up. There's gonna be like a separation. You're gonna know who's really for God and who's really not. And a lot of people are gonna be coming out of her. If you know that what I'm what I'm saying, okay. A lot of people gonna be coming out. But anyways, it's been real. I'm gonna post this episode. Um, episodes on Saturday are gonna be posted, you know, by five PM by five, so it might be before five Eastern Standard Time, you know. So every week there's gonna be another episode. Season two is gonna be lit. Every week is gonna be another episode to elevate you. Okay, I'm gonna be pouring into your spirit. All right, so stay tuned every week. So, thank you so much for being here and, you know, taking the time to listen to me, you know, run my mouth. I really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, y'all, enjoy. Hey, girlfriend, and welcome to the Anuka Joe Show. How are y'all doing today? Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super excited about this season. This season is really about to be lit, like, literally, like, on fire, okay? On fire for God. So, on today's episode, ungodly soul ties. And I'm sure you've heard about this, you know, before. Maybe you've thought you had a soul tie, or you have had a soul tie, or you currently feel like you might have a soul tie, you know? But the question is, how do I know? How do I know if I have an ungodly soul tie? Well, guess what? I'm going to tell you. And I know because I've had ungodly soul ties. I've met people who've had ungodly soul ties. And having an ungodly soul tie is not fun. OMG! It's not fun. It's it's the worst thing ever. Okay, I mean it's the worst thing ever, and we'll get into it so you can really understand why if you've never had one, but I'm sure you've probably had one, and um, you know how you can you know help the situation. What you can do. i Am not going to go into um the exact details and certain things that you can do? But what I will want you to do is go on my Instagram. At the Anuka Joe Show. And sign up to my newsletter. Where I can actually send you information. Okay. Because I do want to do a course. On breaking soul ties. Because it takes time. It's not something that can happen overnight. Actually I just lied. For some people it can happen overnight. But God really has to deliver you. And I've been delivered uh, once before. From a soul tie the same day like when i made the decision god took it away from me and then i got into other soul ties and that took years (laughs) years so god can do it um quickly or sometimes certain things takes time for you to kind of be delivered um from especially a soul tie with someone who you've been with for a really long time so let's go into i'm gonna give you basically um uh tell you how you would know that you have a ungodly soul tie all right and what I mean by ungodly soul tie is because there's a such thing as a godly soul tie when you are with your ordained god ordained husband you know your to- your soul will be tied you know to that person and that's okay that's you know that's different but an ungodly soul tie it's someone that you're tied to who may maybe not your husband you know it's a boyfriend somebody you're dating god did not give you this person you went about it your own self or the, or the, i believe that the enemy brings us people brings people into our lives as well to kill steal or destroy us and to keep us away from god you know those are considered ungodly soul ties or There are times the enemy makes you marry somebody who God didn't ordain in your life. And that's just because he's your husband don't mean that it's godly. You know, think about all the, a lot of relationship husbands and their husbands, you know, women who husbands have killed them and abused them. And just the craziest stories. God did not ordain that. He did not put that together. The devil can, can bring people together as well. Okay, so I just wanted to make that clear. All right. So let's go into it. Um, The first thing is your mind is still attached to that person. So, for example, um, you can you can have you know, you can have a situation where you're no longer with the person, but your mind is still attached to that person and you just cannot stop thinking about them. All right. This is a sign that you have a soul tie. All right, your mind is attached to them. You're constantly thinking about them, wondering what they're doing, Um, thinking about if you guys, if they're thinking about you, can you be with them? All of that, their mind, your mind is still attached to that person. That is a sign that you have an ungodly soul tie. Next, your will is still attached to that person. For example, this could be an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend if you're a man listening and your will is still attached to them where you still pray to God to bring y'all together. And it's like, did God say that this is the person for you that he has for you and you're just kind of trying to will it in your life? That is an ungodly soul tie. And I remember doing this uh, years ago, when I was dating uh, this guy, I—I I believe I did. I believe I prayed to God to keep us together, right? But that wasn't God's plan for my life. That was not the husband that God ordained for me. But because I was in this soul tie, and I couldn't see nothing else, and I could not see the will of God, I prayed for this person to be in to stay in my life. Mind you, this person was abusive. All right. So when I tell you the devil could put a veil over your eye and just make you real stupid, like boo boo the fool, like for real, a joke. Okay. Joke.com. And you're praying for someone who you chose, who the enemy gave to you, and God did not ordain them in your life. You're praying for them to be in your life and to stay with you. And they're hurting you. Ungodly, so tie. Okay. So that's the second one. Your will is still attached to that person. And you have to understand is that it's not when you're really, really trying and really desiring to, to serve God. Okay. And this is why, you know, if you haven't heard my testimony, you know, pe- people may say, well, Enuka I thought you always knew God or loved God. Yeah, but I, I didn't do his will. Just because somebody says that, oh, I love God or I'm a Christian, that don't mean that they do the will of God. They could be doing their own will or the enemy's will, like, to really be true in God, all right? You really have to understand his will for your life, and you really have to surrender. It's not about you. It's about saving souls, and it's about the glory of God, and it's about, you know, what God wants you to do, you know? And so following the will of God is no joke, and it's not easy for a lot of people Who are in the world, they don't really understand it. But when you truly become transformed in your heart and you have surrendered to God, his will, his yoke is easy. And you already know because everything that God has for you is just to bless you, you know. And so this is why I say that I have truly given my life back to God because now it's not my will. It's not about what I want to do, but it's about what God wants to do. It's about what God has for me and it's about walking in purity. It's about all of these amazing things to please God. Okay. So when you are praying for someone to be your husband and God did not tell you, give you any confirmation, but because your flesh desires them, that's not the will of God. When you really want to be a servant of God, you're going to leave all your desires out the door and you're going to ask God, what is your will? my life, You're not even going to be worried about the husband Because you already know that that's a promise That God has given you And you're going to stand on that But you're going to seek his face first So a lot of times us ladies We find ourselves in this predicament Where we're praying We're trying to will a man into our lives And this man may not be the man for us the, The God ordained person for us And he may even be treating us like crap But we still want to be with him All right, so that is an ungodly soul tie. Next is you hope in them more than you hope in God. Okay, this is an ungodly soul tie where you're hoping in this person. And we all know that we're not supposed to hope in man. Our hope should be in God, in Christ Jesus. That's that's where our our hope should be. And so when you find yourself, for example... You're in this relationship, right? And you're just putting your whole trust in this person. And nine times out of ten, they're not even treating you right, but you're putting your whole trust. You're giving your last. I know females. I know women who give their savings, their money to the person that they're dating. You know, they're putting their hope, their trust, and then they get burned. And I mean... Giving their virginity, having sex with someone and thinking that they're faithful to you. And then you get a STD, you know, you're putting your hope in this person and not putting your hope in God and what God wants you to do. That is an ungodly soul tie. Okay. All right. Uh, The next one is your emotions are still tied to them. You're still emotional. You know, your story, whatever you've been through is not a testimony. You're emotional. So, for example, I've been through um, a few relationships and they're all testimonies. I can talk to you about it now and don't cry. I'm not emotional about it because I knew, what, I know what God has brought me through and I know why and I know it's to help other women. I ain't crying about it no more because I've been delivered. It is a testimony The enemy has no hold over me anymore. And let me give you another example. I remember when I was in this one specific relationship. And boy, it was a strong, a strong soul tie. When I say strong, it was strong. So I was in an abusive relationship. I was verbally abused, physically abused. I mean, you name it. Spiritually abused the whole nine, right? And it was to the point where... I wanted to leave. I would Actually, I would always just leave. Like, I don't want to be with you anymore. And the person has such a strong hold on me. They would tell me, if you leave me, if you don't be with me, I'm going to do this. I'm going to blast you on social media. I'm going to call your mom. I'm going to tell them all these lies about you. I'm going to do this. Like, they would threaten me and say, I'm going to do this and do that and do that if you don't be with me. And guess what I would do? I would be like, okay, 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 okay. I'll stay with you. That was the hold that they had on me. And they had a hold on me emotionally. And some of y'all is going through this now. Alright. That is not of God. That is the enemy. Wake up and smell the coffee. So that person had the that hold on me. And I will run back to them because I was scared. I was so full of fear. And that soul tie was just so strong all right finally when god delivered me from that person and i told him that i was done they came again with the same tactics well if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna um break up with me that i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do this and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and you know what i said i said fine go do it go do it i don't care the whole the soul tie was completely gone like god took it away and they had no more hold over me and i didn't care what they did they had no power i didn't care i said go 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 with this with me go blast me go like i when god delivers you he truly delivers you all right he truly 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 delivers you and so so that soul tie was broken And I was no longer emotional. My story was a testimony. Okay, I could talk about it now and talk about it from a place of power. Does that make sense? Good. All right, next. Your imagination is attached to them. So this is an ungodly soul tie. If you're not in a covenant, you're not, you know, married to your ordained husband and you're in a relationship currently, or you're not in a relationship and you keep thinking about this person and they're in your imagination to the point where you masturbate or, you know, just always thinking these ungodly thoughts, that is an ungodly soul tie. And I've actually been in this predicament before. Listen, y'all, everything that I tell y'all, everything that, you know, I talk about, I've been through it. All right. I've been through it. Soul ties. I've been through soul ties. All right. Plural. More than one person. I've been through the abuse. So I've met, like, the enemy literally sent me people for me to be with. Like, literally. The devil could send you people. He got agents. So I've been in ungodly relationships. You know, I've, oh my goodness. So, anything that I talk about, just understand. It's not me thinking that I'm better better than you. Oh, I don't know. Trust me, I know. I know. And it's so funny. I remember my uh, a girlfriend of mine. Because we just recently had a, a birthday for one of my best friends. She turned 30. And... um, Sorry, y'all. I had a call. But anyways, like I was saying, we just recently had a birthday for a girlfriend of mine. She turned 30. And um, one of the ladies who was there, well, I think I made a comment. The comment was, OMG, I feel like I've been in my 20s for a really long time. Like, I really do. And then this young lady said, it's because you've been through so much. That's why you would say that. And then I thought about it. Man. I have experienced a lot in my 20s. I mean, a lot in my 20s. And this is why my 20s seem so long. Because the things that I've experienced in my 20s, you probably do only really get to experience them until you're in your late 20s to your 30s. But I, I've been there, done that. And now God is renewing me and giving me back everything the enemy has stolen from me. So I just wanted to put that out there. All right, so... Um, I was that your imagination is attached to them. So sometimes, you know, you can leave someone, break up with them, and you're still thinking about them to the point where you're masturbating, you know, you're having these sexual thoughts and desires, desires about them. And that is a ungodly soul tie where you're tied to them sexually. Okay. And in my last episode, part two of sex can be poison. You know, you definitely want to listen to that because I go in detail about what sex is and why you should not just have sex with anybody. Okay. All right. Next is your intellect is tied to them. Decisions are based through their lens through life. So you make all of your decisions based on this person. This person is not even your husband. They're not your ordained husband. They're they're probably not even a boyfriend. They're probably just somebody that you just sleeping with. And you base your decisions about life on them, how they see it, what they want you to do. You are so attached to them that you can't even make decisions without them. They haven't even given you a real title, but you sleeping with them and then doing what you know like just crazy stuff that is a soul tie a soul tie will have you not thinking right a soul tie will have you looking like a fool a soul tie will have you doing crazy stupid things and you're not even thinking that you're doing stupid things but if you tell somebody else what you're doing you're gonna be like oh my goodness that was dumb of me why why would i do that why did i do that you get what i'm saying Like, there are a lot of women who um, just sleep around with the guy because the guy doesn't want to give them a title. You know, the guy is like, I don't want to be in a relationship, but the girl would sleep with them. And boom, because that's a soul tie. And then you begin to have sex with this person whenever they want. And then for some reason, you create this, this, this narrative in your mind that, well, I'm getting what I want. I'm having sex. I'm getting what I want. So whatever. But at the end of the day, you're lying to yourself. Okay, you're lying to yourself and trust and believe if something were to happen, like if you got pregnant, he would deny you and he'll tell you to go have an abortion. It's just we just don't think when we are in a soul tie, we don't think straight. We become stupid. We become dumb. And it's a truth. And I've been there so I can say it. These are ungodly soul ties. When you don't know how much you're worth, you just give up your body to a person who doesn't love you, who doesn't respect you. And trust me, if you are, if you have a frame of benefit, he's sleeping with somebody else, not just you, not just you, and you probably sleep with somebody else too. So now you're just tying your soul to so many different people. And then with soul ties, it comes with different spirits. It comes with different, different. Um, personality types you start becoming this other person that you did not even know that you can become you become jaded and women think it's okay oh i just don't give a damn i just don't give a i don't care no more and so you know a lot of women they sleep around and just be like oh i don't care anymore and think that you're stronger no you're not stronger you're jaded you're hurt you're broken that's why you don't care no more because you don't think that you're worth the weight you don't think that you can find somebody for you. You don't think God has someone for you. These, this is a devil's trick and he does it all the time and trusts girls. Ladies, he is good at it. He is good at tricking us. All right. These are ungodly soul ties. And so if you can relate to these key points that I've said and you see that you have a soul tie, don't worry. It can be broken, but you have to be willing you have to take the first step. You have to choose life and not death. Because if you continue on this path, that's where these toe ties will lead you to. Nothing good. Nothing good. I'm telling you, I've been there. Nothing good. The same thing. Hurt, heartache, and this cycle and this pattern that you just keep going in. Okay? But when you finally choose to allow God... All right, to work in your life and to surrender your life and your love life, your sex life, your everything to him. He will break the chains and only then will he begin to reveal to you the plans that he has for you. When I was in the world, all right, being positive and being in my new age, I thought I was good. But God had to show me just because you're positive don't mean that you're going to be saved because you're not in my will and he snatched me out real quick right and it's not until I surrendered my life to God that is when he showed me who my husband was and to be honest ladies I don't even care you know because it's not it's not that important what's important is Christ. But I'm grateful that God showed me, but God was just trying to show me something. You was going, you was in the world all these years trying to be this amazing, good person. And you didn't didn't even know who your husband was. You were getting in relationship to relationship. But now when you finally decided to surrender yourself to me, now, you know, so God was just showing me something and I, and I'm grateful for that. And, you know, don't get it twisted. Of course I care, but you know what I mean. It's What's more important is God. Everything that we do for God is just to glorify Him. Your relationship should be to glorify God. Your marriage should be to glorify God. Your marriage should be a ministry. Your, um, your, Everything you do should be to glorify God. You know, so it's just so funny how... It's not until I surrendered to God fully, he showed me more than on one or more than one occasion that who my husband was. And I'm like, God, now I understand you probably been wanting to show me this, but I wasn't in your will, you know, and I'm going to do an episode on um, when God shows you who your husband is, because the devil can show you too. I had a situation with that. Let me tell you, oh my goodness. God is so good. When I was in the world, I was a new age, all right? And I remember I liked this guy a lot. And he never pursued me. But I knew he liked me, right? But he never pursued me. So I used to wonder, why why isn't he pursuing me? But I know he likes me. But he'll always text me. And I realized that what it was, was that he just wanted to sleep with me. And so, uh, I think a year later, I kind of just caved in. Like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna have friends. With, I'm gonna be friends with benefits with him. I know he doesn't want a relationship, but whatever, right? So then, when we started to have sex, I think yeah, I had a dream, like I will have prophetic dreams, right? But mind you. It was not of God. That's why I, I want you guys to know when you're not in the will of God, you can't trust everything that comes in your sleep. Sometimes I ha- I would have dreams of him, and then as soon as I wake up, he'll text me. If that you're saying, he'll text me, or I'll see him, and I'll be like, "Oh my goodness, this is a sign." It happened more than once. Like it happened all the time. If I'll have a dream of him. For example, I have a dream of him pulling up next to me in a car, and then I'll wake up, and then he'll text me, "Hey, am I gonna see you today like that?" and I'll be like, "Oh my goodness, this is a prophetic dream or whatever, you know?" But y'all got to understand, sometimes the enemy, when you are in the enemy's will, he will trick you. He will you he will y'all don't understand, the devil tries to be just like God. So one time, I had a dream that he texted me right because he was always texting me he never called me he only texted me so I had a dream that this specific person who was my friend would benefit I wasn't even in the will of God I was fornicating with him I had a dream that he texted me and he was texting me like emojis of like wedding like wedding rings and a, a emoji of a um of a a bride so when I woke up I'm like, oh my goodness is this my husband? oh my god is this my husband like booboothefool.com right so i had a dream of that and then i had spoke to this girl about it and she was like maybe that's your husband i don't know you know and i'm like maybe that is my husband so then i went to a psychic and i told and i asked a psychic about it and the psychic said what did the psychic say Basically, something about you know, yeah, he's good for you, you know, just, 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 just pray or whatever, because you know, some psychics they they tell you to pray too. They be praying too, but who knows what they be praying to? Not not Almighty God. And I did that. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Fast forward, family. This dude never asked me to be his girlfriend. All he wanted to do was have sex with me, and finally. I decided to turn away and be like, no, I'm not doing this anymore with you. A year later or a year and a half later, he got someone else pregnant and he's engaged to her. When I tell you the enemy has his tactics, he has his tactics. You really have to know the word of God and be in the will of God so that you don't get lost. Okay, because one I was not in the will of God because I was fornicating God doesn't whoever God has for you You're not gonna fornicate with them. You're not gonna fornicate with them I'm fornicating with this guy and i'm thinking oh, this is the man that God wants for me secondly The man for you will pursue you this dude never pursued me He only texted me because he wanted to be friends with benefits with me. He wanted to sleep with me. Okay third I would not have had had to go to any psychics, all right? Because that's not of God. They just leave you empty and give you false hope and false information, all right? Fourth, this specific person did not even believe in God. They don't believe in none of that. So, I'm telling you this because I don't want you to be fooled. If you are not truly walking with God If your heart is not transforming If you're not surrendering to God If you're not becoming a new creature in Christ You will be fooled You will be fooled You'll think that First of all You getting married And finding the one should not be top priority on your list God should be top priority on your list Mm -hmm. Okay, God should be top priority on your list. And then what does the Bible say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his, you know, everything else will be added unto you. That should be number one on your list. If a husband is number one on your list, if that's the reason why you want to serve God, you are in for a rude awakening. The enemy going to go give you your desires of your heart. And he's going to show you signs and wonders, bring you dreams and everything like he did to me. But God had to mi- allow me to go through that because God knew the future. God already knew. God said, you know what? I already know that she's going to be in my will. And I just have to show her the counterfeit. I have to show her the fake. You know, and then God showed me the real deal. You get what I'm saying? So listen. These ungodly soul ties are so real and the devil wants you to have them. He wants to trap you. He wants to lie to you and make you feel like, oh, this person was sent from God. But if they truly were sent from God, then you wouldn't be disobeying God. You wouldn't be fornicating with them. They wouldn't be leading you astray. God will be priority in the relationship. Peace will be in the relationship. You will not be confused. The man will pursue you. Okay? So, this person now is engaged and has a baby. But I was always having dreams of them. And every time I dreamt of them, they would hit me up like, within the same hour. And I thought that was from God, but the enemy, because you are in his will, he will give, show you signs and wonders. He will make things happen, patterns, because he has access to you. He has access to you. So now he can do all types of miracles around you. But when you are in the will of God, your discernment kicks in. And you even if he tries to do a miracle in front of you, you'll know, no, that's not of God. You get what I'm saying? And then your discernment is so strong When you're in God You know what's from God and what's not from God You get what I'm saying? It's just crazy out here in these streets I'm telling you This spiritual thing is real Some of y'all sleep And y'all think that we're just living this physical envi- We're in this physical environment This physical plane Listen, spirituality is real And if you don't understand that you need to wake up and smell the coffee and smell the coffee Folgers like for real it's time to wake up and it's time to start seeking his fate his face it's time to put yourself in the will of God because if you are not in his will you're in the enemy's will and he will trick you and continue to trick you like it's nobody's business make you marry the wrong person and all making you think that oh this is ordained by god but you all fornicating and he beating your butt come on now the devil is a liar but he be doing that type of stuff and i can't stand him for it but it happens all right so These ungodly soul ties can be broken. They really, really, they really can be broken. I'm a living testimony for it. God has broken the soul ties that I've had. And I want to teach you and show you how to allow God, how to believe God to break these soul ties in your life so that you can now begin to walk. In purity Alright And if you're not married So that God can bring you that ordained Husband or wife But mind you That should not be number one in your on your list Getting to know God And having a relationship with God That should be your number one priority And everything else will fall into place So If this You know If everything that I'm saying is resonating with you. What I want you to do. Is go on my Instagram page. At the Inuka Joe Show. And I want you to sign up. Okay. Sign up to my newsletter. Or I I might put another link up there. Because I I will be doing a course. On breaking soul ties. I will be doing a course. On breaking soul ties. So. So. If all of this, everything that I've said, you're like, oh my goodness, I have a soul tie. I need to break this soul tie. Oh my goodness, I need to put God first in my life. I need to be in the will of God. Then that means that this is for you. You need to sign up. You need to sign up because the enemy is real. And he wants you in his will if you're not already in his will. Okay, and it's time to get out. So go on my Instagram and sign up either for the newsletter or you might see a link that says Breaking Soul Ties. I'm going to probably try to put it on there today. okay? And sign up for this course that I'm going to do on Breaking Soul Ties, Breaking Ungodly Soul Ties. Alright, and I'm gonna go through the course and explain to you what soul ties are. I give you my my testimonies, like my real, like really go depth and you know, into my testimonies. And we're gonna break these soul ties for real so that you don't have to be in bondage anymore to these people who are not ordained for you. Okay, like for real. Soul ties could be draining. They are draining. Very much so. So, thank you so much for listening. Alright? It was real. Go ahead and sign up by clicking the link in the bio on my Instagram page. And you will be hearing from me soon. Later, ladies!